Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Hello, Benny. Can you turn my volume up just a little? Am I am I just kind of being wonky here? How are you? Welcome. It's me, Sue. Benny, how are you? Hey, good day. Welcome back. Hey, ruffle that bag so everybody knows. Oh. Ruffle the bag. <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell. I got some treats. You did. Got some treats, and I thank you. You're very welcome. So we were at the Oregon Coast, one of my uh, ultimate favorite places to be in this past week, because we here in Seattle... Had a spring break and uh, brought my... Actually, it was Lexi because she's turning Mm -hmm. 13 and it was her wish to bring two friends with her for her birthday to spend a week at the Oregon Yeah, a lot of the schools in the Seattle area had their spring break last week. Uh, Ours for the boys were the previous week, so... Yeah, they're uh, all staggered. Yeah, well, just depending on what school district you're in and where area, but it was... Man, it's beautiful today, though, too. Oh, my... uh, The last I saw yesterday, 88 degrees. What was the record? 90s in Issaquah. That's (gasps) what Brenda and Rob were mentioning on the last hour. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was warm one. Another 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 warm one. I know. I wore shorts and a tank top. I'm right there with Uh, you, except for the tank, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys, welcome. Everybody, Sue Lundquist here at the Gratitude Cafe, and I am so happy to be back with you live. I hope you enjoyed last week's hour commercial-free with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Huge gift, very special for his people to gift us um, all of that teaching, literature, and information. So if you did not get that, it was it was super good. You can also... Uh, hear the podcast on my website at sulunquist.com. But for today and many other shows, we've got some great shows. Today, um, we're going to see if I can do it commercial free. I was talking to Benny and I've got a lot I want to cover today. And we're going to be talking about, um, again, more of planting the seeds. We're going to talk about boundaries. We're going to talk about confidence and purpose. And if I'm on a roll, we're going to just go all the way through and if we think I need a break, or if I think I need a break, we'll probably do it at the half hour. I think it's perfect for a day if you're kind of stuck in traffic. Of course, everyone's uh, heading off to work into school today, and of course, maybe getting a head start so they can leave a little early. Oh, and you're not used to your you know standard routine. It's possible you may be stuck in your car a little bit longer, or on the bus, or or wherever. wherever. So this is a perfect show for yes, you right now. Yes, yep. it's perfect. So tune in, relax, relax, yep. and if in. you're not driving, grab a piece of paper because we've got people in Australia and Canada that are listening to us. So and in Utah, so hello, and Delaware, and all over. Hello to all of you. So like I said um, at the beginning, it's Sue Lundquist again right here on 1150 AM KKNW with the wonderful producer, Benny. Uh, Today, again, we're going to be talking about boundaries, confidence, and purpose and what that all looks like. So do you want more self-esteem? Do you want to trust yourself and your choices? Uh, What about no more negative Nelly? No more people-pleasing. Hello, I'm a total recovering people-pleaser. Benny, you're smirking. And self-love could bring uh, weight loss. It could bring a pay raise. Most definitely better relationships for yourself. And that's personal and professional. All of that um, will help when you set up boundaries, when you have the confidence and you feel that you have um, a purpose. 
all of that ties into self-esteem and taking care of yourself. Now, let me explain really quick. But you know what? Really quick, I also I'm just going to back up just a hair because in a lo- all of my teaching, I talk about the number one thing that you can do for your change is having awareness. If you don't have awareness of what you're doing, how you're acting, how you're behaving, the types of people that you're surrounding yourself with or the environments, you won't have that change. And, um, well, I'll get back to that in just a minute. So if you, do you want more purpose from your life? Do you want to be treated better? Again, it's back to that that self-esteem. So both, you need to have those personal boundaries. And in my part of my curriculum of what I teach, uh, I teach what's called a PCC. And I'm not going to go over the PCC today, but I'm going to give you some foundation tools to help you create your PCC. So you're asking, well, what the heck is your PCC? It's your personal code of conduct. That is your foundation piece. That is what you say is your standard act of behavior for yourself and other people around you. I teach this in full-day workshops. I teach it in my coaching practice, and it's very, very simple to follow. And um, I made it, I purposely made it that way because I know when I'm riddled with anxiety and I'm riddled with fear, I don't want a bunch of other stuff to do. There's so many people, I was having this great conversation yesterday, and I'm going to just back up really quick. There's so many wonderful teachers and people like Eckhart Tolle and Dr. Joe Dispenza and all these amazing people that are teaching us and giving us all these wonderful tools of meditation and, you know, being our better selves and all of this. And I love them. Don't get me wrong. But when I was in my self-discovery, I said, oh, my God, these stuff are this. All of this is just wonderful. However, I don't know what it means to love myself. I didn't have that example growing up, or I've had clients with that exact um, type of scenario, or they just didn't have self-confidence. They don't know what it means, or they came from a very tragic background. They just didn't know how to define love in their life. So, and, or getting clear on who they are. What, what, what does it mean to have boundaries? What does it mean to have self-confidence? What does it mean to have clarity in my life? All of that, just breaking it down to basics So that's what I did. I started with my PCC, which is your personal code of conduct. And I have full day workshops. So if you want to do that, I would love for you to come. You'll be around like-minded people and you'll have people that hold you accountable, not only for me, but in a loving, compassionate environment. Uh, If you want to do the online PCC course, you're more than welcome to do that. But I highly recommend coming to the live event because it's so much more interactive. Um, and I think there's a little bit of a prerequisite on my website, too. So just go to sulanquist.com and um, we'll get you all set up. And if you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get more information there as well. So do you want to have um, more out of your life, which I define as purpose? Do you want to be treated better? Self-esteem. Again, both of those need to have personal boundaries. And you need, again, like having your PCC and starting with that. Um, with establishing your PCC, it's kind of like your navigation system. You know, you're not going to go on a road trip without first kind of looking at a map and seeing where you're going, right? Benny's shaking his head. Yes, I'm shaking my head. Yes. I mean, some of you will. I mean, I know I used to do that, but it's kind of the harder route. And you just kind of fly by your seat and go and figure out. And sometimes that's fun, but not when you're thinking about personal love, personal care, self-love, all of that. So we're going to start in establishing your PCC. You're going to have your navigation system. And then when you do go left or right and off to the wayside, you can still come back to go, 
okay, where's my ground? Where's my foundation? You know, what did I decide on how I wanted to be treated and the people with that when you've gotten clear with your PCC? So say, for example, you are now aware. You're aware and you've gained clarity on who you are and who you aspire to be. Now, things are going to start changing in your life. You're, you have created and implemented your PCC. You um, have decided how you're going to be treated. You're, you've decided the type of people that you're going to be around. And the natural progression is there may be some fear. There's things that's coming back at you. You're going to be receiving some new feedback and new awareness, your new awareness glasses. That could be some fear. That could be some questioning your ability. Um, do you know how to say a respectful no? Maybe some of those people in your life have left, and perhaps there's some loneliness attached to that. And, of course, confusion. And trust me, it's all normal. I've totally been there. And as I stated before, it's important to have that awareness so you can move on with your life. Um, I want to go over just a couple little things with you, um, some awareness examples. You know, when we talked about it earlier, I was talking about being a people pleaser, but it's really important that I, I kind of shine the light on this types of behavior so you have the awareness. So not only you can see it in yourself, but also you can see it in other things around you. So are you saying yes to everything? Again, it's the people pleaser. And I mean saying yes in an, in the respect that it's going above and beyond and you're exhausted by doing it. And then you have resentments because you keep saying yes, because you just don't, you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. That's a people pleaser. That's not having enough boundaries. And that also goes to the basics of um, self-confidence as well. And I say that with love and kindness because I've been there. Um, Yeah, like saying yes to even the stuff you really don't want to, obviously not having the energy, getting a reward. Oh, gosh, this is a good one. Getting a reward for feeling important. And that's mostly likely unconscious, meaning somehow, somewhere you're getting rewarded emotionally for saying yes. It, and, and I can go into a deeper conversation for this, but I just don't have the time in, in my little hour right here. But there's more information on my website. And of course, I, I go into detail uh, at my workshops. What about lost perspective on what you want versus what people expect of you? I'm going to repeat myself there. It's really important that you've lost perspective on what you want versus what people expect of you. I want you to have a really clear awareness of that. Ask yourself, am I doing what people want or am I doing what I want? Um, What about getting into a variety of relationships or intimate situations because you don't want to hurt anybody? Or have you never defined what you've truly wanted or needed in said relationship? That could be Intimate or not. And again, it's the awareness and getting clear. Do you want to have a safe relationship? Do you want to have a toxic relationship? I personally want to have a safe relationship. Uh, Moving on. Chronically late because you are constantly doing more for others. Or chronically late, just being chronically late. Um, Finding yourself lying for the lack of your behavior. Lack of being on time. Lack of getting XYZ completed. These are some of those awarenesses. I want you to look at those um, behaviors and actions and see if that's who you really want to show up in this world. All right, I'm going to jump into a few of these tools to help change some habits and set you in motion to where you really want to be. And we're going to start out with boundaries. 
This this is really important, and I learned this a long time ago. And it it and it's about taking responsibility for my own actions and behaviors. And this quote or this saying reminder: You teach people how to treat you. That is so important. If you could put that on a sticky when you're working on your personal boundaries, that would be or even on your phone, on your computer, somewhere that says and reminds you: You teach people how to treat you. That is so important because you do. And then you're thinking, what, what do you mean? I teach people how to, how to be angry at me, how to, I don't know, have adverse effects. Well, you can't take responsibility of how they're acting, but you can set up a boundary and say, you know what, that doesn't feel good to me. Um, if that's how you're going to continue to act and behave, we're going to have to go our separate ways. There's there's other languages that you can have. But that is taking responsibility and standing up for yourself and having self-confidence in that moment. And we also talk about that in more detail um, when you're learning about your personal code of conduct. Now, while every relationship, friendship is different, there is certain things that you must never do or say Um, When you're with friends with somebody and um, there's some big red flags that I'm just going to briefly go over and let's let's call them universal boundaries. These would include, of course, uh, no physical abuse or behavior. Another uh, universal boundary is no emotional game playing. And I know there's a lot of teenagers out there that are doing that right now. And it is so hard to watch. I think we all go through that, unfortunately. Right. Um, no verbal abuse. And if you're just tuning in, obviously, this is Sue Lundquist with the Gratitude Cafe. And, and we're going through boundaries. And right now I'm just talking about the, the top red flags of universal boundaries. If there are, if this is showing up in your life, these are red flags. That's basically what I'm trying to tell you. So one, no physical abuse of behavior, emotional game playing, no verbal abuse, abuse of behavior, being gentle and honest with a friend versus bluntly hurting their feelings. Also, by doing this, you're setting an example for how they can treat you and others. So you see where that's, there's a play. It's, it's give and take right there. So you're going to stand up for yourself. They're going to see that. They're going to see how you language it. And they go, oh, that felt good. I'm going to take that as well. Also, no gossiping. No gossiping behind your friend's back. Make your, you know, making yourself look good. That, again, it's low self-esteem on your part. No backstabbing or using a friend for your own gain. Again, making yourself look good, that's a low self-esteem. So those are some red flags. So if you see any of that in your relationship, um, well, it, it, you choose. I personally, that's that. That's not something I, I don't want physical abuse. I don't want verbal abuse. I want people to be honest, and I want to have an authentic relationship. Um, so when you get past some of the universal boundaries, then it's time to decide what you personally feel comfortable with. Now, very important. Another bonus to establishing boundaries, there are no hidden agendas or expectations. Expectations are are a whole nother class, um, but now I'm not going to talk about it because expectations, <laughs> that's setting up. Well, that's set, you know what, Benny, we should just have a whole nother show about expectations because expectations seen and unseen are pretty powerful. But let's stick with boundaries for right now. So how to subtly, subtly, I can't even say. Subtlety? Subtlety. There you go. Thank you, my Benny. 
Uh, setting up those boundaries. It's possible to simply tell your friend when you don't appreciate a boundary being crossed, but giving out a verbal list of likes and dislikes um, is presumptuous and can set up a negative tone right from the start in the relationship. So perhaps a better option is subtle. I can't say that word. Will you please say it out loud? Subtlety. Subtlety. Give clues. I don't know. You know, there's some words that you say, like restaurant. I have the hardest time spelling. I know I'm going on a completely different tangent. You have to have a show about that? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, That'd be the toughest gosh. show to get through. <laughs> I'm sorry, crowd. Just, you know, humble me foot and mouth all the time. So here we go. I'm still going <laughs> to teach you some really good stuff, but you know what? It's me. Love it, baby. All right, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. If you're just tuning in, I swear we're not crazy. We're talking about boundaries here, and we're continuing. So instead of being um, presumptuous, and um, that can also set a negative tone, why don't you um, just be subtle, give subtle clues um, to what's acceptable? Unless, of course, this is a situation that warrants bluntness, as I stated above, physical harm, et cetera. Uh, what about let's use emails, for example? Be aware, is someone doing this to you? If yes, ask them if you are overstepping a boundary. If yes, please ex- please explain so we can resolve this because this relationship is important to me. If not, move on. So what I mean by that, one, you shouldn't be resolving anything over email or text. So let me just get that really clear with everybody Pick up the darn phone or have a face-to-face conversation. That's what you do. All right. Off my soapbox. Um, If you don't like to, well, no, I just, I've I've got some notes here, but I just, I really feel strongly about not doing these types of conversations over emails because there's too much room for error or too much room for, you know, taking my words out of context and stuff. So I would just seriously suggest picking up the phone. There's going to be some fear in there. You're going to get a little scared, worried about the people pleaser is going to come up because you're going to be worried about what they're thinking, feeling, and you don't want to hurt their feelings. However, when you set up a boundary and you start taking care of yourself, it will all be okay. I promise. Um, So I'm going to say this, but Please just take it with a grain of salt. And, of course, anything that I say, you know, take what you need and let the rest go, my little Jedis. So let's say you don't enjoy phone calls. Oh, this is a boundary um, example. So say, for example, you and this is very simple. So say, for example, you have a friend that likes to call you really late at night. After you get home from work, if your phone rings, you've got an option to let it go and you have voicemail or answering machine to get it. The next time you talk to your friend, you should mention something like, I am so tired after work. I just veg- I just need to veg out and have some time for myself to regroup. Um, so sometimes I just don't answer the phone. Can you try me before dinner? So, and this is just an example of simple boundaries. I mean, that's just very simple. If somebody's really wanting to get a hold of you and they're kind of overly zealous about it, And again, this is a real basic example. I know that. And we can go into deeper detail when I'm in a coaching session or um, in a private setting like a workshop because, you know, it's just more private. Um, Just talk to them and say, you know, I I need time for myself. I need to just veg out. I can we just have a conversation at work? You know, if yeah, 
Anyways, okay. So hopefully I made that very clear. So I want to talk about enforcing boundaries. Setting boundaries with friends is one thing, but making sure your friends respect them is something else. Oh, boy, yeah, that's a good one. While some boundaries might be easy to enforce, um, such as the zero tolerance, you know, we talked about the physical or emotional abuse, others may fall into what some of us call a gray area. Everyone has a different idea of what's comfortable to them. This is very important. Again, the awareness piece and getting clear on what you will expect and your different ideas of what's comfortable to you. So while one friend may enjoy daily phone calls, another one might think it's too clingy. So again, awareness. Pay attention to see if your friend is trying to give you some subtle clues about their comfort level. If they don't seem happy to see you when you pop in or act funny when you call, ask them what's going on. Some friends are better at communicating preferences than others, so be kind and curious. Oh. Kind and curious. That reminds me of the CC, something else I teach in life, and that's having compassionate curiosity, not only for yourself, but others. Um, Perhaps you have a pal who repeatedly pushes your boundaries. You need to take away one level of subtlety for each offense. Did you hear that? I know I'm just trying to slide that in there, but I got it. Subtlety. For example, If you have dropped hints that you don't enjoy those daily phone calls, ask them instead if you can call them. Of course, when when you feel like talking, keep in mind that your friend may not even realize that they have crossed a boundary. So resentment, expectation, all of that comes into play, right? So again, this this could be you too. So again, awareness. Are you showing up like that? So be sure... You are responding to them how you would want to be treated. Give them the tools and be the example of how you wanted to be treated. Remember, you treat, you teach people how to treat you. Boundaries take time to develop and are fluid. So let's talk benefits of setting the boundaries. Um, boundaries are meant for feeling safe and comfortable in relationships. They are not meant to get rigid or cause tension. So if you're feeling that a boundary you set are pushing your friends away, then it's time to consider a compromise. Again, more awareness. The main benefit of boundaries is that you can relax in a relationship and be yourself. Now, I, I'm going to segue really quick because the I there's somebody in my life, and I think probably quite many of you, is Brene Brown, and she talks about the anatomy of trust. And man, I love this woman, BreneBrown.com. Go see her. But she talks literally of the anatomy and breaks it down in acronyms. She calls it braving. It's boundaries and trust. And it is a huge part of the human experience. Without trust, there can be no real connection, no real love, no vulnerability, and no belonging. So when she talks about braving, she breaks it down like an acronym. Braving, she talks about boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, and non-judgment and generosity. Now, I love what she says here, and um, I'm going to quickly go through it, but I will also send it in my uh, email newsletter because it's so important. I literally print this out. I have this everywhere. And I actually am even prompted to send it to friends 
whether I've been friends with them for a long time and we're still kind of, you know, sending up boundaries or new friends to say, this is my standard of belief. This is my anatomy of trust. This is how I want to treat you. And if that sounds good, I would love it if you would treat me like this. And let me explain. Um, Boundaries. You respect my boundaries. And when you're not clear about it, that's okay. We'll just ask and you're willing to say no. Reliability, what you do, what you say you're going to do. Staying aware of your competencies and limitations so you don't overpromise and are able to deliver on commitments and balance those competing priorities. Man, boundaries, reliability. Again, this is Sue Lundquist, The Gratitude Cafe, if you're just tuning in. I'm reading a uh, Anatomy of Trust with Brene Brown, and uh, I highly recommend you going to her website, brenebrown.com, if, in fact, you want to get some more information. Accountability. Your own mistakes. Apologize and make amends. Vault. This is her braving. It's boundaries of trust. Uh, vault. You don't share information or experiences that are not yours to share. That is my story. I haven't given you permission to share that. And likewise, vice versa. Integrity. You choose courage over comfort. Oh, that's so huge. So all of these are in great. Do you want to have integrity? Is that the type of person that you want to show up with, show up to be? Do you want to be accountable or do you want to be, you know, the people pleaser? You know, when you're trying to people please everybody out there, it's very hard for you to be accountable for your actions and behaviors because you're not clear on who you are. You're still out there trying to please everybody when, in fact, you're letting everybody down, including number one yourself. So back to braving um, boundaries of trust and the anatomy of trust with Brene, um, Brene Brown. So we talked about boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault. You don't share my information. It's not your story. Integrity. You choose, com- you choose courage over comfort. Oh, you choose what is right over what is fun, fast, and easy. And you choose to practice your values rather than simply pro- um, professing them. Values. Defining values. I'm going back to my um, teachings with the personal code of conduct. We go through values and what that looks like. So if you've coming from a traumatic situation, you don't know what your personal values are. It's very hard because you've come from a very traumatic lifestyle and that is all you've known. So when you create your PCC, we talk about values. We talk about your personal code of conduct, what that means, all of that. It's super valuable. And then uh, non-judgment, back to the anatomy of trust. Um, I can ask for what I need and you can ask for what you need. We can talk about how we feel without judgment. And then finally, breathing, generosity. You extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, words, and actions of others. So, so, so important. So did I respect my own boundaries? Was I clear about what is okay and what's not? That was B. R. Was I reliable? Did I do what I said and I was going to do? A. This is braving again. Did I hold myself accountable? V. Did I respect the vault and share appropriately? I. Did I act from integrity? N. Did I ask for what I needed? Was I non-judgmental, being needed, needing help? And G, was I generous towards myself and others? 
Huge. I love Brene Brown. So again, uh, that was her anatomy of trust, boundaries and trust. Braving, she broke it down. So braving is her analogy and she goes through all of that. So go to uh, BreneBrown.com. I recommend all of her books. I've read them all and over and over again. So we, if you're just tuning in, we are talking about boundaries and not compromising yourself, how to say or giving you some language on, on how to say a respectful note because it's so important. So really quick, before we move on to confidence and purpose, um, why don't we go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and I'm going to get some water and hang tight. So with that, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back with confidence and purpose. I love that song. Thank you, Benny. I'm seriously, it's like, ah, it gets my juices flowing and it's all good. Thank you, Benny. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, we took a quick commercial break. I have been talking about the anatomy of trust. We we talked about braving with Brene Brown. We talked about different um, awareness pieces of boundaries that exist in all relationships, friendships. Remember... You teach people how to treat you. Um, some universal red flag boundaries. No physical abuse behaviors. No emotional game playing. No verbal abuse and behavior. Being gentle and honest. No gossiping. No backstabbing. All of that red flag stuff. We talked about braving and literally B period, R period, A period, and so on. I will give you this braving analogy of what... Brene Brown in my newsletter. So go to sulanquist.com and we will get you that definition. But braving, boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non judgment, and generosity. And it's so, I love that one generosity. You extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, words, and actions of others, meaning me too. Please. Have generous interpretations of my words, intentions, and actions because my intentions, honestly, because I know who I am, are always of the right, the love, the, the, I, I truly am generous at heart. And that's, that is always my intention. And, and I'm going to share just another little awareness piece. So if I'm telling you that as a friend, and if somebody's coming to you and saying, this is my true intention. I'm always going to be loving and caring. But for whatever reason you have been triggered, then that is something inside of you that has nothing to do with the other person because they have they have designed, they've set it up, they've set the boundary that says, no, that's never my intention. So um, I love you, sweetheart, but you need to take a look at that yourself because that's not something I, that's language that you have in your head. Okay, so moving on uh, from boundaries. Again, if you're just tuning in, man, we covered a ton of stuff. You can get the podcast. Remember, go to sulanquist.com. Of course, that's me and the Gratitude Cafe. You will get the podcast on the newsletter uh, Saturday mornings, thanks to my wonderful Josh Parkinson. 
We are going to move on to confidence and purpose. Now, this this is serious. I just want you to know, I know firsthand what it's like to be so paralyzed with fear, self-doubt, excusing your way out of things, not trusting yourself enough to make those right choices. Because the choices up to now have been riddled with doubt, fear, some hard lessons, and that all combines, it all is in that Petri dish of that drunk monkey that comes up. Well, then the fear of knowing there needs to be changes, but again, too fearful because your track record for making good choices was not that good. See the vicious cycle? Ah, so what I'm saying to you is I get it. And all that I am teaching you will get you to your new story. It did it for me. So this is a perfect segue. More about confidence and purpose. Want to have the faith and belief in yourself and your choices? Well, let me tell you a little secret. It's just being here by creating your PCC. You have already shown your soul that you're worth it. Just listening to the show and getting little pearls of wisdom is going to help. It's going to give you a new pair of awareness glasses on. It is worth your time. It's worth the new changes. It is worth the effort. I am. I am. I walk my talk. I'm the proof of that. It's not always easy, but you can do it. I. I know that. Um, those. Those are those profound tools of self care and self love. And yes, I struggle with it every day. There's confidence. Um, there's mantras. There's things that I have put in place to continue that self love and that self compassion. Um, Anyways, so we're going to work here on yourself. You're getting clear on who you are and what you do not want to keep happening in your life. And then pow, this sadness comes over you because you're feeling guilty for allowing all that poor behavior to go on for so long, which that's part of the mourning process. So you are, you're, you're becoming aware versus shut down. You're, you're going, oh my gosh, I acted like a rah, rah, rah then. And, you know, you kind of get hard on yourself. Well, you need to just forgive yourself and move on. Um, or maybe you allowed those people to treat you poorly. Forgive yourself. That's not who you are. That's not, that's just not who you are anymore. Um, forgiveness is a really big piece. Um, forgiveness is your magic here. And, um, oh, it's, it's so big. And it's still, I'm, I actually have a mandala ring. See, Benny, my ring. And it actually stands for forgiveness. So I'm constantly reminding myself forgiveness in the moment, forgiveness in myself, forgiveness in X, Y, and Z. Um, but you don't know what you don't know. That's always a great quote. You don't know what you don't know. Give yourself a break and do not take things so personally. That is not the same as taking responsibility for what has happened. You must be responsible and accountable. There is self-confidence in that ownership. Then you have learned from said situation. So took you, in other words, you took action, accountability, um, again, another confidence booster. And now to forgiving and moving on with a greater wisdom. Do you see the ownership and the change of roles here? You are not a victim. You are accountable and you have the power. You do. You are taking responsibility for your actions. You are accountable for your actions and behaviors. Now, before any of this and these actions and behaviors, you have to get clear. And even before that, you have to have the awareness, right? So getting clear on who you are and who you aspire to be is your foundational piece that's created with your personal code of conduct. And then the natural progression is things are changing. 
uh, that wasn't the rules that we originally set up. So you're changing boundaries, you're changing rules in personal and professional relationships, how you want to be treated. So there becomes your boundaries. It's a natural progression. So just keep going. Forgiveness will also give you self-love, self-confidence, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now you're learning the tools, the courage, the self-esteem to be a better you. Now you have the tools to make that sustained change. You hear me talk about the maintenance tools, maintain choices. It is. It's a practice. You have to do this every day. Um, I, I'm Again, if you're just tuning in, we did um, a little um, segment about Brene Brown and braving. That I cannot recommend her enough. She is a shame researcher and man, she's amazing. She really, uh, she just, she says it's okay for having shame and there, it goes beyond that and it teaches, she teaches you how to work through that. And, um, I'm, I'm hopeful I'm going to have her on the show pretty soon. So tools, let's get to some tools. Excuse me. Uh, we, we talked first, of course, about having the awareness. Then second, we gain clarity, with your, which is your PCC. Then creating boundaries and then the forgiving. Now, the third, a new tool to help you on your personal boundaries and choices to give you a higher self-esteem that you deserve. This will all lead to you getting more purpose, believing in yourself, trusting in self, of course, changing a dialogue in your head. I like that. Uh, well, I, my little guy is a drunk monkey. And when he comes up, I have my own little mantra that I say. And prioritizing, again, part of the boundaries. Um, all of that. So stick with it. It's an ever-evolving. So this little gem, actually, I learned from our very own Marie Manusheri. Love her to pieces. And she said, this one thing and it was so profound for me and I think this was it had to have been over 10 years ago has she has Marie Manusheri been with KKNW that long it's got to have been that long so what was the main tool that she taught me that was literally take the word try out of your vocabulary oh I feel like there should have been a drum roll and some kind of explosion but seriously take try out of your vocabulary why because it folk It forces you to a yes and no, setting you up to be more powerful, to be more clear and to make make those choices on purpose for your purpose, not somebody else's. This is where the people pleaser or you take things personally because you've got resentments, expectations because you've been people pleasing. Well, I've been pleasing everybody. Why aren't they letting me do what I want? Well, because you didn't set up the boundaries prior to that. So take try out of your vocabulary. It should not even exist. Oh, I'll try to take out the trash. Oh, I'll try to write that data for work. Oh, I'll try to communicate with my spouse. No, it's either yes or no and getting clear on what that looks like. Um Here's a good example. If your kids ask you over and over again to watch um, um, expensive, I'm trying to read my notes and it doesn't make any sense. So I'm trying to give you an example. Um, Again, teaching people how to treat you. I guess I don't really have an example because I've already explained it to you. So if you take the word try out of your vocabulary, it's going to be super, super, super powerful. Um, Okay. 
I was going to. I'm I'm totally fine. You're looking. <laughs> I was going to try and give an example, but my head totally went blank. But it's totally okay. So, bottom line, take try out of your vocabulary. I gave you the examples, and now we're moving on. So, um, yeah, there we go. Um, forgiveness. I'm going to go back to forgiveness because everything is a lesson learned. So listen to what I say with that, because anytime you're in a situation, regardless of it, good, bad, or indifferent, you really literally are learning something. It's not going to matter. Everything is a lesson learned and earned. Seriously, no matter how you perceive it, it is still a lesson that could look like forgiveness it could look like tenacity. It could look like love, compassion, etc. Even the word learned has earned in it. Did you know that, Benny? If you take off the L, it has learned and earned. Oh, I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Really quick, we are going to move on to another tool. And I, I briefly talked about this earlier. Another tool that you should have in your toolbox of life to maintain, to foster your amazing self uh, earlier, we spoke of boundaries. That was really meaty and juicy. Earlier, we spoke of, of course, the Brene Brown, the boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. Um, generosity of interpretations of who I am, of my intentions. Now we have moved on to the CCs, fostering the CCs in life. And many of you have heard me talk about this. It's compassionate curiosity, not only for yourself, but others. Compassionate curiosity for self and others during this whole time of transition and then get very curious about what you are learning in the moment. And it helps to kind of take that sting out of the perceived tough lesson. And I, and I say that because when you're in that situation, I've been there. I've Again, guys, I've walked the talk. I've, been, I've totally been there. Just take a minute, go, hmm, get curious about that because it totally does take the sting out of it versus snapping back. You do, you know, take a deep breath, get curious, ask a calm questions. And honestly, more times than not, they are triggered about something, you know, their stuff. Remember, we talked about that earlier. If you look at me and I have given you my boundary and you are looking at me with the most generous interpretation possible of my intentions, words, actions, and behaviors, then it's typically going to be you and what you internally have been triggered. So in that moment, have compassion for yourself and others, right? Regardless if you're on the receiving or the giving end, be in that moment and just have some loving compassion for one another. Another great tool for you to have is quite simply breathing if you're in a heated situation, you're in that moment, literally stop and take some breaths. It's too easy to sound like it's just not. I mean, it's the breathing is very easy, but it can also be that you're like, well, pff, breathing, what are you talking about? So many times when your body goes into fight or flight, you stop breathing, everything contracts. So, literally, when you take that breath, just really start calming everything down. There's a whole neurological chemistry that's happening. School teachers, first responders, firefighters, high-performance athletes to combat military um, attribute breathing as their number one calming tool. 
So literally breathe it out. And if you could see me, um, there is an actual breathing tool where you breathe in one nostril, you plug one, and then breathe in and that and out. It's this whole breathing uh, thing that you can do to just calm your body down. And it's just breathe in one, out two, breathe in one, out two. And literally just do that three times. Get yourself grounded and calm. It's, it's just another awareness piece. So if you are holding your breath, I catch myself. Like I, my old triggers are my old drunk monkey. I'll say, oh, ah, I'm not breathing. And I'll have to stop, take a nice calm breath. I'll have to have, again, that awareness. Am I tense? Am I agitated? Am I anxious? Am I fearful? Am I scared? What's going on? Find out what is holding my breath or your breath. And again, it's that awareness piece. You have to have the awareness before you can make the changes. So get calm versus the attack or the react mode, as we talked about earlier. So again, breathe in through the mouth, out, or no, breathe in through the nose, one nostril, and then up through the other nostril. Some fun techniques that I've taught the kids when they do deep breathing, I actually lay them on their stomach. And they do such a deep breath, like a yoga deep breath. Their stomach pushes out. That's how deep you want to make this breath. So deep that your stomach fills up. And when the kids lay on their bellies, they're actually their tummy lifts them up just a little bit. in this. So it's kind of like a playing kind of thing. But they get the gist of how much air needs to fill up their lungs all the way down to the bottom. Um. All right, so do that a few times. So we talked about boundaries. I gave you take the word try out of your vocabulary, compassionate curiosity for yourself and others. Of course, before forgiveness is a really huge, huge lesson as well. And really, boundaries are your personal property lines. Did you get that? Boundaries are your personal property lines. And if you are in a situation where you don't even know what your property line looks like, then I would suggest starting with the foundational tool. It's, it's what I call your navigation system, and it's a personal code of conduct. And I make it very easy. I teach all of that at the workshop. In fact, I think I've got an online um, thing you can do as well. And you can get all that at sulunquist.com. Now, the, here's your homework. You've got to put these forever tools to work. This is where you come into play. You can listen to me, and I just gave you a ton of free advice, free education, stuff that, you know, I do in my coaching practice, stuff that I do in my workshops. Take advantage of what I just just gave you. Don't sit there in your pity pot and complain that you don't have tools because I just gave you tools. And if it was too much all at one time, take it one step at a time. Take it in little, break, break it down to little manageable pieces and take one piece like you start with taking try out of your vocabulary, and that's the one thing that you do for 30 days. And then you um, do your personal code of conduct. Just break it down to basics. Really break it down into small, um, manageable pieces. But this is what you have to do. You, ha- you have to make the choice to make this all happen. So let's recap really quick. So we talked about setting up effective boundaries, creating and fostering that self-confidence and that purpose. All of this is, is all about creating your self-confidence. 
And as I promised, I gave you some very easy practical tools. And now when I say very easy practical tools, they are very easy, but you have to put them into play. Don't think in your head, oh, they're so easy. I don't need to do that. Another really good one, and I I really, I learned this and, and I thought, oh, I don't really need to do that. But it's so true. Start a journal. And this is why. Start writing. One, it's really cathartic. Two, it will show you in 30 days how far you've come and what what things that maybe are hiding in the background that be like, oh, I do need to make I need to make a mental note and be more aware of that and change that behavior. Or, oh, I like that behavior in me. I'm going to foster more of that. And I'm going to foster more people that have that behavior in my life. I know that's making sense, right? Okay. So we talked about uh, effective boundaries, creating and fostering self-confidence and purpose. And I gave you some really great everyday forever tools. So, ta-da! That was a huge, huge um, learning hour for me and for all of you. I thank you very much for joining us. So next week, we're going to continue on. It's our last show of the month. Our, Our April has been about planting seeds Seeds of growth. Today we gave you seeds. We gave you the hoe, the rake, the dirt, everything. And you, it is now your 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 time and your turn to maintain that garden of life. Next week, I'm pretty excited. We're going to teach you some useful tools to allow you to get and let go of that debilitating self-criticism and finally learn to be kind to yourself. We're going to talk about patterns. We're going to talk about... Um, developing the capacity to hold these difficult emotions like fear and anger, sadness, shame, all that self-doubt. And we're going to turn that into loving compassion, not only for yourself, but also for other people. Because when you're in resentment and anger, there ain't no compassion coming out whatsoever. So we're going to, we're going to talk to you about that and the difference between self-compassion and self-esteem. Tools for self-awareness so you can manage those emotional triggers in a more productive and satisfying way. And um, we're going to give you some great exercises, um, identifying the barriers. And I had the wonderful Cynthia on last, was it a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about emotional focus therapy. She, and she's also part of Hold Me Tight Seattle, she's going to come back and join us next week. And we're going to talk about compassion and how important it is for you to put that in play in your life, not only for yourself, but for others. And it really makes the magic happen. So I hope you have totally enjoyed today. You've learned a lot. Um, I will have all of the recap on my newsletter. It's sent out every Saturday morning. Thank you to Josh with uh, Resonate Brand. If you have any questions, please give him a call about website design. If you're a coach um, in the medical field, please He has made my life so much easier. Again, uh, that's Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. Um, All right. I guess that's it for now. We're going to see you next week. We're going to talk about loving self some more, some compassion. And with that, I love you guys. Enjoy this wonderful sunshine. Until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up at sulunquist.com to get all your questions answered and free goodies delivered directly to your inbox. We'll see you next time.